Hey, you're 86. I'm Justin Myers, and this is a show about how bartenders handle bad situations. Hey, folks. Hope the holidays are treating you well. It's been a pretty amazing year here at Your 86. We've had so many amazing guests on the show, and I wanted to give you my top 10 pieces of advice from the past year. These are things that really helped me behind the bar, and I hope they will help you too. Let's get into it. Hey, hey. Thanks so much for tuning in. A lot has happened this year at Your 86. I mean, we went from not existing to now 33 episodes. I've learned a ton, and I hope you have too. I wanted to share my top 10 most favorite pieces of advice from our guests this year. And hopefully you can go into 2020 with some more tools in your roll-up. Number one. All the way back in episode zero, I talked about identifying counterfeit money. This was a fun one to research. And I just wanted to remind you all that the easiest way to tell if a bill is legit, at least in American currency, is to look for that security thread. It's a thin vertical strip that all bills $5 and higher, printed after the early 90s, will have. It's pretty easy to see just by holding the bill up to the light of your POS screen, which is also a nice way to check discreetly. Number two. Actually, episode two was one of my favorites. We talked with nurse Andrew Campbell and bartender Julie Coons about injuries. Actually, I just saw Julie about a week ago. She's doing great. Her foot injury is fully healed. And one of the things we talked about in that episode was what to do when you cut yourself. A lot of people think, and I thought this way too, that you need to put rubbing alcohol or something else to sterilize the cut. That can actually do more damage than good. When you cut yourself, just rinse it with water. And if you were in some kind of really dirty situation, just wash the area around the cut with soap and water. Number three. I talked with Andrew Meltzer in episode four about cutting people off. This used to be one of the things that I hated the most about bartending. But after talking to Andrew, I realized it doesn't have to be that bad. And it's just another way to provide good service. When you cut someone off, you just need to be prepared and do it with the same great level of hospitality you would use for anything else. Also, offer an alternative. Even have it prepared in advance. Hey, man, I know you want another one, but I just can't serve you any more alcohol tonight. You're welcome to stay, but I just have to make sure everyone is safe and healthy. But hey, I brought you this really awesome soda from Italy, totally on the house. I know you like Negronis, so I think you will really enjoy this. I'm actually drinking one myself in the back there. Number four, we talked about health and wellness with Tanya Clark in episode five. She had so many suggestions for small changes you can make to lead a much healthier lifestyle. And one of my favorites was to find an exercise that you enjoy doing. Don't force yourself to do something you don't want to do. It's not going to work out. I discovered how much I like strength training this year, and I've been more successful at that than any other exercise I've tried. If you don't like running or Zumba or yoga or whatever, find something you do like. There are thousands of ways to exercise. Go for a hike. Whatever. There's something out there for you, and you'll find it. 
Number five, I talked with Enoch Tonatillo in episode 10 about working at brand new bars. This is one of the most exhilarating and also the most stressful things we can do in this industry. So it's important to take care of yourself. My favorite piece of advice from him, take a vacation. It sounds so simple, but when you're opening a new bar, it's so easy to just get caught up in all the excitement and work that we forget that we need a break. So when the dust settles a bit and your operation is working pretty well, take a few days off. Go somewhere. Go anywhere. And don't check your work email. Someone else can manage for a few days. It'll be fine. And you'll all be much better for it when you return. Number six, speaking of taking breaks, I talked with Mark Goodwin of The Pin Project in episode 12 about our relationship with alcohol as bartenders. It's such a challenging issue. One of the best and easiest things he recommended was to take shots of grapefruit juice or something else non-alcoholic. If your customers or coworkers want to do shots, but you don't want to, or you're not sure if you want to, take a shot of something else. Not only will the sugar in the juice help appease the part of your brain that wants alcohol, you'll still be taking part in that wonderful ritual of taking shots with your friends and colleagues. If you want to do a shot, by all means. But if you don't, you don't have to. Number seven. In episode 17, I talked with Hannah Chamberlain about what she experiences as a guest in the bar. It was great to hear her perspective because most of the people we are serving don't work in the industry, and it's hard to put ourselves in their shoes. The most important takeaway from our conversation was greet everybody that walks through your door and prepare your greeting in advance. Just have something ready to use every time. You and your guests will have a much better experience at your bar or restaurant. Number eight, kicking people out of your bar. It's the title of this podcast. And it's one of the most challenging things we have to do. In episode 18, I talked with Joanna Leocci from Vesuvio about her experience. Although it's still challenging to kick people out, if you don't make it personal, you'll have a much easier time. Focus on the issues. Hey, you were asked to not dance on the tables. Then you dance on the tables again. And because that happened, I must now invite you to leave. Number nine, episode 21 about personal finance with Sarah Brady was another one of my favorites. She made money, one of the scariest things, for me at least, seem totally approachable. She suggested many, many small changes you can make that have a lasting positive effect on your financial well-being. One of my favorite tips was to make saving an automatic process. Figure out however much money you want and can save each month. Could be $100, even $20, whatever. Set up an automatic transfer of that amount to a savings account. It's a pretty easy thing to do. You just have to talk to your bank. Then you don't have to think about it. You'll be saving automatically. And finally, number 10. One of my favorite pieces of advice from both Kelly Rivers and Rebecca Hopkins about surviving industry events, holiday parties, or just visiting your accounts, is don't finish your drink. Be gracious, taste it, enjoy it, and then casually leave most of it somewhere. 
It's not wasting it. Guzzling alcohol is just as much wasting it as not finishing a drink. We have to think about alcohol differently in our industry. We are practically swimming in free booze all the time, and it's important not to drown. That's all for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this advice is helpful. Definitely go back and listen to all these interviews if you haven't already. You can find those on our homepage, yourd6.com. That's Y-O-U-R-E-8-6 dot com. Links to all that and more in the show notes. And don't forget to hit subscribe. We have more great stuff coming in 2020. We're in the 20s again, guys. Fortunately, we don't have prohibition this time. Anyway, happy holidays, happy new year, and I'll see you next time.